0: From worlds beyond, to right at the gaming table, these are all my fantasy children. Hey, Jeff! Hey, Aaron! Welcome all, to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano. And I am Jeff Stormer. And this is a podcast where we take your fantasy character prompts, perhaps from a previous campaign or an original idea. Who cares? And we turn them into a completely new character. We roll them up in a new game, maybe.
1: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty exciting. What's the game we're playing today? This week we are playing, uh, Cyberpunk 2020. It is the game of the dark future of 2020.
0: It's just like, kids right now, like a freshman in fucking high school, will graduate in this dark future.
1: Yeah, and it gets it gets wild real quick. Like, I'm looking at this artwork, and, like, things go real weird in the next four years.
0: Imagine, okay, the artwork, not that it's bad. If Whoever drew it, if you're listening, I doubt it. Because you're, like, by right now 50. Um, but <laughs> imagine if the old 90s uh, X-Men cartoon... If Jubilee-style influenced fucking everything.
1: Yeah, if Jubilee just, like, if Jubilee became president. <laughs>
0: <laughs> president of fashion.
1: Yeah, and everybody's just like, well, I guess we gotta dress like this now, I guess right? I we
0: gotta wear a long-ass raincoat, gloves in the mall? Yeah, and those big Bret Hart sunglasses. <laughs> oh, God. oh, so today's prompt comes to us from Twitter user Tallulah. This is an old, old prompt, so don't think that if we don't use yours right away, we're not gonna. This got sent to us a long time ago, and we've just been waiting kind of for the right opportunity because it's so sick. So Twitter user Tallulah says, a mechanical person whose dreams are virtual spaces, connected to networks in strange and unpredictable ways. That's pretty cool. I'm into
1: that. It's so artsy that I'm so into it. It's real cool. I'm real excited to use it. Yeah. And a, a a brief shout out to Russell Collins at Robot Claw on Twitter for suggesting Cyberpunk 2020 because this game will suit our purposes.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Maybe if you don't have a fantasy character, but you want to send over a game that you want us to play, do it because we'll play that shit.
1: Yeah, just like yeah, just suggest us a game that you think would be fun to make a character
0: for, and we will probably use yeah, it. Yeah, We'll take some nonsense and feed it into the machine. All right, yeah. I'm dying to dive into this one. All right. Do you want to set up the world first? Cuz I think the the world is equally as important here cuz it's so fucking weird.
1: Yeah, I think that the world is important to set up.
0: Cuz it has to and that I think that'll inform the name which will make everything else. Cuz it's a fucking robot. It's yeah. a robot. Right. So like wh- th- please tell me cuz I don't know much about cyberpunk. Like is this is just sure. the dark future of 2020?
1: Yeah, it's just the dark future of 2020. Like, if you're familiar with, like, Blade Runner, or the very, the near future, but, like, technology, the dark side of technology.
0: Like the Fifth Element?
1: Yeah, that's a good, yeah. Like, the Fifth Element, or, like, Equilibrium, or the Matrix is a good example as well. A lot of black leather trench coats and sunglasses.
0: So it's a world of flying cars, obviously. Right, there's definitely flying cars. But for me, like it's 2016, it cannot be that much different than ours, unless I th- I'm thinking honestly, it's a lot like ours. If someone invented a flying fucking car,
1: yeah, it would be like if somebody invented a flying car like tomorrow
0: and just released them all for like six dollars, and everyone bought one immediately.
1: Yeah, well, well, I don't know. I, I kind of, I kind of feel like there still pro- there are flying cars, but I don't know that there are as many of them as you would probably see Ooh, in like a Blade Runner. Okay, because if you think about the like the smart car. Which is basically a future car when you look at, like, yeah. iRobot is another good example. Exactly, yes. Like, if you look at the weird cars that Will Smith is driving in iRobot, basically a smart car, yeah. but, like,
0: four people have smart cars, and we all make fun of them. It's only for, say, a select few, the rich, the the people who have access to it. Like, one percenters have yeah. flying cars. And they talk about them a lot. Ugh.
1: They're like, they use way less rubber per year because I'm
0: flying. are like, but that thing costs $400,000. Yeah, well, it's an investment in the environment. Can you really put a price on that? And they're like, yeah, it's $400,000. The amount of money that I'm spending on,
1: on fuel is much lower because I'm buying high-grade jet fuel. Uh, <laughs> you're like, shut up. Just shut your so mouth. I'm
0: going to take from that that pretentious being a pretentious douche is way up in four years.
1: Oh yeah, I mean it's, I mean it's up now. But I mean so, even yeah. more than
0: that, like even more so.
1: Yeah, and it's just exponentially. The one yeah.
0: percenters have won. We've been defeated. So the whole idea of like let's make everything equal that got dissolved. So there are super yeah. rich, there are super privileged, and they are doing nothing to the change that kind of gap. And I think yeah, that's where our person comes in because I don't think robots are common.
1: No, I actually kind of think this is
0: the first robot. Yes. I really do. I think this
1: is the first thing that be, that fully beats the Turing test and is like indistinguishable from yes. a human in both appearance and speaking patterns yeah. and thought processes. The only
0: way, I'm thinking like AI, like the only way you know is if you yeah. cut them open. Right. So I, I, I like the idea that it was made privately. Oh like, yeah. Like not, like For sure. Ford did not churn out this person.
1: No, it was definitely, like, the Bill Gates of the day. Yes,
0: but Bill Gates did it without telling the rest of Microsoft. Like, Bill Gates and a group of trusted individuals did it in, like, a basement lab.
1: Yeah, oh, I just meant, like, no, I meant, like, a modern a modern version of Bill Gates where it's just, like, a 16-year-old in a garage Oh, who's, like, on the cutting edge and is like, I can
0: build a robot. Oh, so, like, I'm thinking for some reason, uh, John Connor and Terminator 2, like a grungy little shit.
1: Yeah, little piece of shit. It is garage. It's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I completed, I, I mastered AI. Like, I mastered artificial intelligence.
0: The singularity is now, and I did it. Okay, so this person exists. How old is the robot supposed to, how old is the mechanical person supposed to look? Like, what age are we setting it at? I personally would like to go with, on a, like, a millennial.
1: Yeah, I was thinking, like, young. Like, young adult, like- Like,
0: 25? Like 25, somewhere where it's like the ideal. Yes. They look like the ideal person. So as a 25-year-old mechanical person. What I'm thinking with this is that this person made it, but then it's like, I'm not seeing the vision of like, go my creature, sort of like where it was made, and then it either left or it's like its whole purpose is just to live among us.
1: Here's Okay, here's what I'm thinking. What if it doesn't have a purpose? Okay. Like, what if this guy built it, mastered it, and then was just like, "I, I did it. It's, it's done now." Oh, I like that. And he's just kind of moved on to whatever project is next, like an app that, like an app that reserves seats at a diner for you.
0: That exact that, that app exists.
1: Oh, well then.
0: <laughs> um. So, but I no, I totally get what you're saying. That um, that this is now it's somewhat discarded. That it's like great job. Um, you exist now, uh, go enjoy your life. And it's like, okay. Like, cause it can, it's a 25 year old. It can handle it.
1: Yeah. It can rent a car. Yeah. <laughs> it,
0: can, it can rent a car. That's awesome. So I think there's this person and I'm trying to think of how, so if it came out at 25, it already has to have like a personality put into it. Yeah. And I think I mean me, I'm biased. I want the personality to be like an internet nerd,
1: I'm into that because it was programmed by it, like it, it was programmed by a nerd, and it's got like the internet in its head. Yes, actually, okay. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay, if it, it has because it has the sum total of like the internet and social media and everything in its head. Yes, so it fall. I think it's I want like I think it I think it should fall like right in the middle, mm-hmm. and so it should be like an obsessively nerdy like ordinary person yeah so it gets like obsessive it gets like the the most obsessive like archival parts of the internet mixing with like pinterest ooh, or whatever the four years later version of pinterest is okay and so it just like is obsessively cataloging cakes that it makes
0: i love that i love that it has like an addictive personality in that way yeah Uh, It's constantly trying to learn new things and explore new things, but also at, like, a nerdy level. Like, oh, I'm really into Lord of the Rings. Mmm, books downloaded. Like, I know them, and I'm obsessed.
1: Right. And it's like, I really want to learn how to make corn chowder. Done. I've downloaded every recipe, and I've, like, synthesized them all into the ultimate corn. And so it just spends,
0: like, three days, like, grinding corn. (laughs) (laughs) So... What does this person, like, look like? Like, I, I'm thinking a regular person, does it, I'm thinking it doesn't know necessarily what it is. Sort of, like, biomechanical. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm thinking it's some kind of, like, living metal type thing.
1: Yeah, I kind of think it's, like, looking at this artwork and also, like, thinking about that type of a thing. Mm-hmm. I think it would, I think I'm kind of picturing, you know, Cable from the X-Men? Yes. You know that arm he has that's, like, banded? Yeah. I'm picturing a lot of that, like, organs, but made out of that, like, banded, flexible metal.
0: Yes. I'm so into that. But on the outside...
1: Do you want to roll some tables to find out what the outside looks like? Because there are appearance tables. Ooh, let's do it. Okay, roll me a d10 three times. Once for clothes, once for hairstyle, and once for affectations.
0: Okay. Okay. Seven.
1: It wears a lot of camouflage gear.
0: Yeah, boy. Okay. That (laughs) one, that sucks. Eight.
1: It has neat short hair. Okay. And four. but And with spiked gloves.
0: What the fuck is that? Okay, so this is four years from now. So let's really let's really put this together. So it is a mechanical person, um, with short hair. What color? I haven't have a thought. Okay. This person's on the internet a lot. Yeah. Getting really into some stuff. Really into Pinterest and all the internet has to offer. Yeah. That shit's purple.
1: That's purple. Yeah. That's what I that's right where I was thinking when you said that, yeah.
0: They would listen to this podcast.
1: They would submit like so many prompts that they we'd have to sh- like shut down our page and be like, we're done. We can't.
0: Please I can't, stop. <laughs> like, please stop spamming me. It's like I am so excited, and you are like, oh, gee, I thank you so much. <laughs> we would keep having to like mute them or block them
1: just because we're like, we can't. I can't like. You've killed my phone. Like, I can't load my phone anymore. Or they would send exactly. They would. Like listen to every episode about four hundred times in their head and send one request, like one prompt that
0: would bring us to tears. Yeah, and they have the perfect one, <laughs> and they're just like, "Fuck, what do we do with this? What do we? It's so amazing. It just says like a knight. And You're like, oh, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it is a it
1: is a paladin named horsecock, and we're like, finally." <laughs>
0: Finally, someone sent us Horace Cock the Paladin. (laughs) We did it. Then they're sitting at their computer in... Oh, God. and Okay, I can't do a lot of camouflage, so I'm gonna say... I'm picturing just, like, a jacket. Oh, yeah, just a cam... But a green jacket, a green army jacket, not necessarily camo.
1: Army surplus store jacket that's probably got some, like, cool patches
0: on it. Sort of a punk aesthetic, yeah. Yes, punk aesthetic. Um... Army boots. I'll go with army boots. Yeah. Black army boots and just a badass. Yeah, I'm into that. Totally has an eyebrow piercing. Yeah. And purple cropped hair. That's sick. So the big thing is like, that's great, but they're a mechanical person whose dreams are virtual spaces connected to networks in strange and unpredictable ways. What the fuck is that? So they're having crazy dreams. So they're virtual spaces that, like, can they go to it? When they dream? I think so. I like that idea a lot. I think that's cool. It's a place they can go in their dreams, but they're actually there. So it's sort of like astral projecting. Yeah. C- can you get hurt when you astral project? No, right? Like, Doctor Strange can't get hurt.
1: Um, I think that he, I think if he gets, I think if somebody attacks him on the astral plane. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I kind of like the idea that they can get hurt.
0: Yeah, like dreams. it's dangerous. If you
1: die in the Matrix, you die in real life.
0: I'm down with that. So they have crazy dreams where they go places. Yes. Why?
1: If everything ever created in the internet and all of the sum total of its knowledge is in its head, Mm -hmm. that's a lot to process. It is. And so, like, all of that information has to be, like, manifesting itself onto essentially a human consciousness. Yes. Which is going to cause some trippy, like, mind effects. So I think it's just their brain's way of, like, processing
0: everything on Earth. But if they're actually going somewhere, you know what I mean? Like, if this is a place that you're going, I think it's something a little mystical.
1: I I could see that, yeah.
0: Like, is there—there's no magic in this, right? In Cyberpunk?
1: No, not—well, I mean, there can be. There is in some things. And we could always just say there is. It's our story. Yeah,
0: true. Okay, What I'm thinking is that it's something about how the robot was created, that there's something crossed, there's something that not went wrong, but something is went right, and allows them to go to these places.
1: I kind of have a thought that kind of ties into both of what both things like both of what we're saying. Hit me. That like, magic is out there somewhere. Like, it's a possible thing in our world right now. But, like, no human being has ever found it because it would require some cross-referencing of, like, completely disparate things. Okay. Like, if you combine X, Y, and Z, like, you could bend reality. It would require such understanding of such disparate fields. No one has ever been able to, like, put the pieces together. Unless they happen to have every piece of information ever recorded in their head. Did this person invent magic? I think they did and don't realize it because they're like, yeah, it's a person. It's just going to be like an ordinary person. Bye.
0: Yeah, go. You're made of like new age living metal and you can absorb all information into you. Go and enjoy your being 25 forever.
1: I'm off to go make an app where I can yell at customer service folks, like at three different services at a time.
0: Oh, God. So this person, oh, let's name this person, this mechanical person. What is their
1: name? Amy? A.M. hyphen E.
0: Amy E. Oh, shit. Ames. Amy. A.M. hyphen E.
1: And they, oh, they go by Ames, definitely.
0: Oh, absolutely. Ames. I love Amy. I'm getting a little more of a vivid picture here. All right. So Amy is 25. Yep. Living in.
1: I don't want to say Silicon Valley, cause that's, that, that feels too easy, but like.
0: Or not at all. Not like a rural place. I think
1: like an up and coming city. Like a city that has a tech boom. So like... Philadelphia. Yeah, we'd go with, yeah, we'll go with Philly.
0: They live in Philly. Ames is such, I mean, come on, let's talk about that style.
1: That's, that's a Philly, that's a, that's a Philly hipster, yeah.
0: You tell me that I ain't no Philly hipster. It's some Philly hipster who goes to anime conventions. Yeah. Oh shit.
1: I ran into a lot of Amy's <laughs> this weekend at Comic Con. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so Amy is living her best 25-year-old life in Philadelphia, and uh what does she do for a living? Just for my own sake, I'm going to say she, Amy
1: probably lives in, like, right a little bit west of Fishtown, so right into Kensington, like, on that border, because I feel like that's probably, like, that would probably be a little bit, be, like, gentrified by then, and I think that this person probably lives in, like, a gentrified area. Okay. But not, like, an established area.
0: So she lives by herself. Yeah. Here is my question. We keep jumping around to different things. Does she know that she's a fucking robot? Who? Hmm. Because that's a big deal. I don't think that she does. Because she's technically what? How many years old? Like, how many years old is she in reality? Like, how many years has the robot been active?
1: Maybe, like, Like like i like i'm just saying less than a year
0: yeah but doesn't know that she's like i'm 25 years old she's like i'm 25 yeah yeah she's like i'm 25 and she has memories programmed into her yeah um but they're all just horse marbles
1: yeah they're all just they're fake memories implanted just via like social media aggregation
0: wow okay damn that's kind of depressing and so she's basically one roaming around philly uh working as a barista yeah she's a she works in a coffee shop so she has some friends but does she know she's a robot i
1: kind of th- i kind of think she doesn't i was thinking the same thing because i think that i i kind of think it's cool if the idea is she's so advanced that she tricked her own robot brain into thinking she was a person
0: ooh wow
1: so what if she knew it first and then like her brain just erased that fact and is like, no, that's crazy, you're a person.
0: And when did that happen? I think it was, like, the first time she got cut or the first time that she kissed someone else.
1: I think it's probably the first time she came back from a dream. Ooh. She was like, yeah, no, these, that was a, the robot thing was another weird dream. What do you mean? Like, she goes on one of these dreams to another place. Yeah. She travels to another place. She wakes up, and she's like, that was a weird dream. And she's like, something's wrong with my programming. Wait, that doesn't make any sense. That's That robot stuff is probably a dream, too. I'm probably just having weird dreams. Yes.
0: Okay, so it caused basically like a little blip in, yeah. her, in her programming when she basically, when she projected. Yeah. That it was like, what was that? That's an error. But nope, that was just a bad dream
1: piling onto that. She's like, wait, the robot stuff was just a bad dream, too. Oh,
0: jeez. God. Jeez. What a mess. So she eats. I think she eats, and for everybody who's curious, she pees, poops, eats. <laughs> she is a person. Um, <laughs> like, because I, I always think that of robots. I'm like, God, you were traveling around for that long, and you didn't see them shit once, you know? So I think she turns food into energy. Yeah. And stuff like, or thinks she is. I like the mystery of it, where you don't know what is robot and what is not, because the robot programming won't let her discover it. Yeah, yeah. So she does not know. She has no idea. Okay. So now we have, uh... Okay. So we got Amy, 25-year-old robot, living in East Philadelphia, um, does not know she's a robot, and fucking astral projects when she sleeps and actually enters places. Yeah. Wow. Where is she... Where does she go?
1: I think she goes to like magical places. Go on, like other like other worlds, like fantasy worlds. That's so yeah. fucking
0: cool. That's so fucking cool. Uh, oh, and I think that's what fuels her nerddom is she sees these places in her dreams, and she's like, oh man, I have the sickest thing. She writes fan fiction, or she writes fantasy. I think she writes fantasy based yeah. on the things she sees in her dreams.
1: She's a barista during the day and like a visual novel writer at night. Like she's making like in she's making like indie games, like really elaborate indie games.
0: And based on the things that she sees seen in her dreams, the various like fantasy worlds that she's visited. What? That's so sick. I want it to. These dreams are what's. uh... I hate that they're vague in my head. I want to nail it down. So when she sleeps cuz she has to people she right she sleeps she's a person she's a person she sleeps and she wakes up i think in another place but is yeah. she like in fantasy clothes cuz we're saying she's actually going right so she's there
1: yeah i kind of like her becoming just a person like a person in that world yes whatever like an ordinary person is in that time and place her brain like processes that and plops her there.
0: Oh, I have I have something as well. Feel free to shoot it down. She basically like pilots a person that's already there. Like she goes into the body of another person.
1: And then she has to solve a problem
0: in their life and then she Oh leaves. god, damn it, that <laughs> is that Quantum Leap? I've never seen that show before. Motherfucker. I just, just- fucking accidentally <laughs> invented Quantum Leap. Fuck. <laughs> Is this like Quantum Leap?
1: Are we just, gonna have to? Are we gonna have no, to start all over again? No, just that one part. It was funny as hell, though. I laughed really hard. Fuck!
0: I've never seen that show. God damn it, Quantum Leap! All right, so screw um, it. So she astro projects, and she's just a person of that. She
1: just world. yeah, she just shows up. I think, but I think you're on the right. I think you're. I think you're like. I like the idea that you got that she's, like isn't an outsider. No. She wakes up and she has a life. Like, she has a family and a backstory. What? Like, she wakes up and she's got, like, an existence that she just, like, steps into.
0: So, the same as the one that she has now, where she has all these memories. Ooh. Yeah. I love that. So, she steps in. Like, she has a dream one night, sword in hand, full plate armor. And it's, like, it's, like, uh, madam so-and-so you have to go defeat the Bandit King. And she's like, of course, of course I have to fucking do that. Because I am Madam So-and-so. I'm not Amy.
1: Yeah, and she's like, I have to go back to my hometown. I have to, like, bring back the Bandit King's head. I have to, like, restore order because the Duke gave me this quest. And if I do that, I can ask for his daughter's hand, and we can get married. Like, there's a whole life there that she is seamlessly stepping into because her brain can process that. Her brain is advanced enough that it can, like, make that happen.
0: So she lives hundreds of different lives? Yeah. Whoa. That's pretty fucking sick. That's pretty cool. Wow. Okay. So she... When she sleeps, she goes to these places, and... Okay. Here's my thing. When she goes... So she's, like, a different person completely, or does she look the same?
1: I think she looks roughly the same, but, like... Like a, um, like an Elseworlds thing or an AU situation.
0: It's like if you would have chose a different path.
1: Like if you took Superman and said, okay, what's he gonna look like as, if Superman was a pirate.
0: Okay. Got like, it. Like,
1: it's that same basic aesthetic. Yes. So, so people will look at her in pretty much any world and be like, you're kind of a punk. Like, you're young and kind of a punk. Yes. But like, it translates differently. So she might be, a woman in the middle ages wearing pants and a tunic with a sword and like an eye patch
0: okay cool. so people are like oh you're kind of a dangerous woman so she's a person of infinite possibilities her dreams have infinite possibilities of different choices she of different people she could have been
1: yeah in different worlds and different times whoa that's really
0: fucking sick she that's is the cool. au goddess yeah wow what what now because I I know there's a conflict. So she dreams and she has all these amazing things. She lives these lives. Then she writes them all down, creates visual novels. They're a huge hit, you know, blah, 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 blah. But a conflict, I think one time she goes and doesn't come back.
1: Ooh, that's interesting.
0: Yes. Like she enters the fantasy world, but can't, she doesn't wake up, we'll call it. Like she stays there. Yeah. And it's her this time. It's It's Amy. Like, she goes as Amy for the first time.
1: Yeah, that's interesting.
0: So she wakes up in a fantasy world where everyone's, like, fucking plowing fields with oxen. And she's in her, in her East Philly pajamas. And it's like, wha- like a, she's a kid in King Arthur's court. Cool.
1: Yeah. She is an outsider. Yeah.
0: So she now is an East Philly girl, robot, hipster, who then has to survive in a fantasy world? I
1: think that's pretty interesting. Like, I think that's neat.
0: Yeah, like, if one of us had to actually live in fantasy world. Based yeah. On, but, sh- but she's armed with, one, all the knowledge of the world, of our world at least, and two, uh, she has a lot of experience with fantasy. She's, like, played a shit ton of D&D and stuff.
1: Yeah, like, she understands how these things work and can, f- you know, has a understanding of, like, the norms and yeah, stuff.
0: Yeah, and assumes she knows a lot. Yeah. What if? What if? She enters the world. So she's in fantasy world now. She travels, you know, she as she phases through realities. Right. And her vast knowledge uh is gone. Okay. When she crosses over. So she has to relearn no, that would mean she like fucking doesn't know how to chew. Um I don't know. I don't know what to do with this one. It's so hard. I like well, I like
1: the idea that she's got like this knowledge, but there's still a whole bunch of things that she doesn't understand because everything she knows specifically applies to our world, not a world where, like, there's dragon magic.
0: Yeah, this is like, ooh, okay. So she crosses over and she knows everything about our world, like flying cars and how they work and internet and Twitter and how, you know, all the history of our world and everything. She knows fucking everything. Yeah. But when she comes over here it's all that technology is gone
1: how much of that and how much of that knowledge is worthless when you when you when you transfer over to like middle earth
0: wow that's awesome how much of the current day technology knowledge and history knowledge becomes trash when you're in a battle for survival in a rough rough world yeah because it's easy like we have it we got a fucking maid she's gonna have to like she's gonna have to like hunt
1: The challenge is finding ways to use that, to use her, like, extensive knowledge to, like, make things better. Like, she can be like, well, I understand how insulin works. Like, I can make insulin.
0: But I just have to get the ingredients to make it, and I have none of those ingredients in this world.
1: Yeah, I have to, like, figure out how to get, like, needles and how to synthesized blood sugar and that type of stuff
0: what do you do with an infinite amount of knowledge to it's like knowing all the rules to a game but you're not even playing that game yeah she has the strategy guide to grand theft auto 5 but you're playing minecraft
1: yeah she's got them she's got the guide to five but she's playing three so there's a lot of things that she's like Okay, I understand how to, like, invest in the stock market, but this game doesn't have a stock market. Well, wait, maybe I could program a stock market into this game. <laughs> Ooh,
0: okay, I'm into this, I'm into this. So can where th- is she? Yeah, what? Hit me. Can
1: I, th- yeah, oh, well, to the question of where is she, can I throw something and then jump into the tables? Because I got something, I got a real, a real cool, real particular thing.
0: What is, the, what is it?
1: Okay, here's my thing about where she is. Okay. I think she wakes up from a dream. She is standing at the base of, like, a portal. A, what appears to be a giant concert has just settled. Oh my god. And there's a whole bunch of fantasy people around, and they're very shocked. Like, they're very confused. And they're looking at her as the person on stage, like, what happened? Where, who are you?
0: What? So she came out during a concert or the concert? The concert. So she came out during Shock's concert? Yeah. What and just like appeared through the portal and was like, Oh hey. Hey everybody. I love it. That's pretty cool, right? So she comes out of the portal on the stage, all the other races, meaning halflings, dwarves, and elves. Yeah. And fucking Tia Matt are looking at her in total
1: disbelief. Yeah, they're like, What is this? What 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 are you? Who are you? Where did you come
0: from? Because no one has ever seen a human before in this time. Ever. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so cool. So, she has to introduce herself. Right. To all of the races. And what? I don't even know what to do. I'm like paralyzed. I don't know what to say. I'm like, that's oh, so cool, but I don't know what to go. Shock sees this, right? Yes. Because she's on
1: she's on stage at the concert. Like, she's the one that everyone is looking at. Yes. They like... They hit it off, basically, right? Like, they've got to become friends. Like So, Shock essentially, like, that changes everything that goes after for Shock. Mm -hmm. Like, after the big concert. Like, that opens up the next chapter of Shock's existence. Creating this thing. Realizing that this is a thing that has to exist. So, Shock has to then put all of her magical energy into the creation of this being.
0: So, you're saying that Shock was so inspired after meeting fucking Amy this magical person with
1: like an infinite mind and like stories of traveling worlds and all of these amazing things
0: that she because she goes on the quest to gather the most brilliant people to bring back uh the era it also becomes her quest holy shit I think shock knows that she is not a real person do you think she knows that she is not of like flesh and blood completely I think
1: she does, and I think that she translates that as like she's made of magic, and so there has to be a way to make- there has to be a way to make a magical living being, a living being of pure magic.
0: Oh my god.
1: So what if Shock, her quest becomes like, if we can make a magical living being, then we can do anything, we can bring back that era of magic that
0: is past. Oh my god. That is so cool. That's pretty cool, right? Yes, so I'm thinking that Shock does the concert. She gathers, you know, when she goes on her quest, travels the world, gathering all these people and knowledge and, you know, restores an era of, like, creativity and education, pretty much. Right. But she does it with a companion. Yeah. Whose name is Amy. Whose name is Amy. And she is so enamored by this human... That she wants to create more in Amy's image because she's such a perfect, wonderful person in Shock's yeah. eyes. Oh my god! We have our first official ship. Holy shit! It happened. We did it. It actually happened, but like naturally. Like holy shit! Shock and Amy. Amy Shock. You did it? Uh, Shock Matt. I mean, Aim Amy Matt. Amy at Amy T. Amy. Oh my god! Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Okay, so I'm literally overwhelmed with, like...
1: I feel like Shamey is really the official shot, the official ship name.
0: Shamey. Don't Shamey me. (gasps) Shamey! Okay, 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 okay. I'm, like, fucking jumping up and down in my seat. Okay, so she has traveled from our world to the fantasy world. Right. She is now the life companion of fucking Shock... Tiamat. Yeah. They travel around the world, and after you know, after the episode with Tiamat, listen to it. After that, the two of them then split off. To what is Amy's role in all this? I think Amy's role in all of this is like the
1: education half to like the creativity and education that oh, ushers in a new world.
0: My fucking because Amy
1: is a genius. Like she's got all of this scientific knowledge that she's then able to impart on this world. And like, inspire people to be like, yeah, this is how mo, this is how like, fuel consumption works.
0: Oh, holy shit. So Tiamat was going to go, like, I'm gonna go gather all the scholars of the world. How comes this punk ass woman from a portal from East Philadelphia dumps onto her concert and all of a sudden it's like, I have all of this wisdom right in front of my face.
1: Yeah. And so then Shock has to go gather, like, the great musicians to, like, inspire creativity. Yeah. While Amy goes off to, like, form colleges and create
0: science, basically.
1: So together they're, like, different strands of the same sort of, like, elevation of the world.
0: Yes, and together they usher in an era of wisdom and creativity. Yeah. All right. I have something that happens after that, but it's a bigger picture thing would you rather roll on tables or keep going down this road we're on so let's
1: roll on some tables cuz i've got some ta- i've got some fun tables to roll on and then what we'll do is say next episode yes we'll just do all the history of this world that we th- that we've been writing oh my god look forward to that wizards <laughs> holy shit
0: okay so amy is now like the head of the head of education in Fantasyland. Yeah. She is ushered in, she is her and Tia Matt together as, I don't think they're like queens or like some kind of ruler. I just think they just inspired some people.
1: Yeah. They're just inspirational figures.
0: I think that she started writing really educational songs for uh, Tia Matt to start performing. And that's what also helped. Like, you know how it helps kids learn shit to like play a video game or learn a song. She helped like, With her knowledge and Tiamat's power of creativity and writing really catchy tunes, they helped spread knowledge throughout uh, underdeveloped communities and stuff. They helped build them up by, like, teaching them how to bring out basically their wisdom and the innate magic power that's in them.
1: Yeah, I think that's super cool.
0: So people start getting smarter and more magical as a result of the two. What? Shamey. Shamey's pretty great. Let's talk about Shamie bringing that East Philadelphia fire to our fantasy world. It's pretty cool. Holy shit, that's awesome. So, we've got
1: some tables to roll on. All right. What I'd like to know, what we're going to learn right now, the last piece of our puzzle, is Amy had a life before she left. Yes. We're going to figure out a little bit of that life. We're going to figure out a, a life event that happened to Amy. Oh, I love that. Because she's been around for a year. We said yeah. about a year.
0: Yeah, she's been East Philly, she's been East Philly for a year. <laughs> so about
1: every year of this character's life, we're supposed to roll on this table. Okay. Now there's an option for nothing happened that year. That's dumb. I hate that. And we're just going to kill it. It's <laughs> so stupid. So give me a roll of a D8. Seven. All right, seven is a romantic entanglement.
0: So she had a romantic entanglement. She had a romantic life. I love that. Of course she did. She's a twenty-five year old living in a major city. Yeah. She went out. She we said she had friends. She was social. Yeah. But she had like a special someone. Right. And I and I think I, I honestly think that something had to have happened.
1: Well, we're not there yet. There's a whole series of sub tables that we have to oh. roll on to find out that oh, out Oh my god, fuck yeah. Roll me a D ten to figure out how it worked out. Oh shit. Eight. Eight. Fast affairs and hot dates.
0: Ooh.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. So she doesn't have a particular significant other and we're supposed to roll again on the life event table. Yeah. But like while this is happening, she's like hooking up with people. She's living a like a fast life.
0: Oh, so this is wait in pre wait. So pre fantasy world. So this she's is Philadelphia.
1: About- she's like hooking up with people.
0: Awesome. Of course she is. Like she's a she's a normal person. She's going to get busy. Roll me another D8. Is it? Is it like, how many ladies did she hook up with? No, we're just rolling another
1: life event that happens, but like, while that's happening, she's like, loving them and leaving
0: them. One. Big problems, big wins. Okay, I can see that. I mean, it's gonna happen naturally. If she's just traveling around East Philly, wrecking house in terms of like, you know, doing everybody.
1: Yeah. That's
0: awesome. But, you know, she's probably lost a lot of friends along the way. And I, I'm not, because if she's downloading what she knows from the internet, she's got some skills. She's got some wild shit in her head. She's got some wild shit in her head, but it's also a dirt bag. Yeah. If you're downloading relationship advice from like Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. You're in a weird place. You're in a pretty weird place. So there's going to be some big wins. There's going to be some big losses.
1: So roll me a D10 to figure out whether she scored big or took a hit.
0: Come on, scored big. Eight. She scored big. Fuck not lucky. yeah. She,
1: the, the next thing we roll on is you
0: get lucky. All right.
1: So roll me a D10. So
0: basically we're in the game of fantasy baseball. She's on like third right now. Yeah. This is getting fucky and I'm sorry, but I'm not seven.
1: <laughs> what? A local nomad pack befriends you.
0: All right. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. I got it, Jeff. All right. She's a, she's a barista. Yeah. Okay. So she's making her drinks. She has, she's got, you know, she's got her, she's got a crew of people. You know what I mean? She's, she's yeah. been around. She just casually dates. You know, it's 26, it's 2020, it's cyberpunk 2020. Yeah. Tinder, Tinder has evolved to a level where it's like, maybe it does a brain scan and sees if you'll actually be like sexually and emotionally compatible.
1: And there's different level, there's different like swipe levels. Yeah. You're swiping in like all eight directions for like I don't want to talk to you after. Yes. I want to date you but like I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I'm into weird shit.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so of course she's running the gamut. She's in she's a child of the modern age. Like she's literally downloaded almost everyone's perspective and she's lived a thousand fantasy lives. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like cuz she's also into like living these fantasies. Yep, yep, yep. Going hard or going home. You know, because why not? She, I think she's lived so many different lives in Fantasyland that when she's home, like in East Philly, when she's back in Amy's body, she's like, why not?
1: She probably values the fantasy lives more than her life in, in Kensington. So she's like, fuck it. I don't care. So I, I kind of like that she's just kind of like very. Chill. Lies fair, yeah. She's very yeah. chill about, like, her life in, in Philly because she's just like, eh, whatever. Like, I'm going to be somewhere much cooler tonight. So, like, yeah, I'll sleep with you and not call you the next
0: morning. Exactly. Don't judge me. I Like, she, I think she's very upfront.
1: Yeah. She's not lying to anybody. But she's no. like, this is not going to go anywhere. This is yes. just because this is fun.
0: And I think everyone knows that. I think yeah. everyone that she's ever been with is like, oh, I mean, that's love them and leave them Amy. But, I mean, she'll at least tell you about it. Yeah. And it will be great.
1: And that's what I think the Nomad Pack is, is just, like, the people in, like, in that neighborhood that are just, like, coming and going. And she's not, she's, like, keeping their contact info if she needs them. But, like, on the whole, it's just like, yeah, we had fun.
0: No hard feelings. She's got a collection of booty calls.
1: Yeah. And, like, she's so good and so upfront and respectful that, like, if she were to call on one of them for a favor... They probably do it. Oh,
0: they totally do it. She's great. She's like, cool. She's, she's cool. Yeah, she's very cool about it. It's because, because she's, it's almost as if she has everyone in her head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she, there's a part of all of us in Amy because yeah. she's downloaded and absorbed all of our perspectives and opinions and stuff. Yeah. And that's so super cool. So she can cool. just tap them at any time.
1: And she's able to like analyze so much data that she's like, yeah, we had a strong connection, but. They'll probably be much happier, like, X, Y, like, under X, Y, and Z.
0: She knows, like, oh, but they would never be happy with me because I have too many variables. When this person, I've deduced that they want someone stable, and I am just the furthest thing from that. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. All right, what's next? Uh, I think that's it. I think that's Amy. Amy now lives in the fantasy
1: world. Yeah. a whole new chapter of Amy's existence to be explored. I
0: think that's a wrap on Amy.
1: I'm feeling like that's a wrap on Amy.
0: Holy shit, our super cool East Philadelphia punk barista. Yep. Um, wow. So thanks a lot, Twitter user Tallulah. Thank you so much. That was a lot of fun. I love that one. I love getting silly, but I love when it's like, wow, that's actually like a fucking person. Yeah, that's super cool. I loved it. It was super cool. I loved it. Awesome. If you would like to send us a prompt for us to make uh, a character out of. Uh, tweet us at amfc underscore podcast, or or
1: use the hashtag fantasy children.
0: Yeah, or tap that Gmail. We got that Gmail. It's only got a few emails in it. Why don't you fill it up a little bit? Why don't you fill up that espresso cup with some of Amy's fantasy Java?
1: This episode brought to you by Amy's Fantasy Java,
0: proud sponsor of all my fantasy children.
1: Email us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail dot com, and uh, if you enjoyed the show, tell a friend.
0: Tell a friend. Retweet. We just like retweets. We'll hang retweets out with are great. on Twitter. I love yeah. retweets. Follow us on Twitter. We'll hang out. Yeah. And if you're super into Jeff, Jeff has another podcast.
1: I do. I got Party of One. It is an actual play about two-player role-playing games. So this past week, we played Project Wingspan, which was a really cool two-player game about a cybernetic super soldier fighting like a war with other countries, but trying to maintain his humanity and the humanity of his country. It was really intense and cool and weird, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, so give those listens, too. Yes, they're really good. Yeah, check out our SoundCloud, too. We got tons of music and goofy shit on there.
1: Also, I'm going to start plugging it now because it's coming up in a few weeks, but um, if you're going to be in New Jersey uh, the weekend of the 3rd through the 6th of November, I'm going to be at Metatopia in Morristown. It's a gaming design convention, so there's a lot of playtesting and panels i'm doing two panels that weekend one on two-player role-playing games and one on micro games that's pretty sick it's gonna be pretty great it's gonna be a great weekend
0: all right so with that until next time good night and And good good game. game